Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cotton Yarns, the podcast for Australian cotton growers where we'll pick the brains of the best and brightest of our industry to help you get the most out of your crop. G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cotton Yarns. Today I'm going to be talking to Brad Johnson, a cotton grower from northern Queensland, and I'll also be joined by Sam Lee, CSD's E&D manager for Queensland, as we chat all things cotton in northern Australia. Rightio, so Brad and Sam, welcome to the Cotton Yarns podcast, gents. Today we're going to have a chat about growing cotton up in, in northern Australia and and how it's evolving, but before we kick off, Brad, mate, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what your enterprise involves up in, in northern Australia and how you came into to growing cotton? Yeah, no worries, Angus. Yeah, no, so I'm a fourth-generation farmer in the area. I've got family, I've got four kids. We live on, we've got two properties, one at, on the upper tablelands of Ravensland and where we grow avocados. And then um, we've got another property further west near Mount Garnet where we do um, the cattle. We've got cattle out there and we do the cotton as well. And, uh, yeah, got a feedlot set up out there and we grow, yeah, we grow produce, grow the feed ration on the cattle property there for the feedlot. And then I also got fruit and veggie shop in Cairns. Yeah, parents have got a fruit and veggie shop in Cairns. Yeah, which we also sell beef from the feedlot tree there as well. So, yeah. No, very good, mate. Sounds like you've got a bit going on up there. Sam, do you want to tell us a bit about who you are, mate? What your role is in within CSD? Yeah, for sure, Gus. So, um, so, so my role encompasses the um, sort of the, the management of the extension development team for Queensland, and uh, as well as NTWA. So, uh, I've been in, in Dolby here for um, for about six, seven years now with CSD. But um, uh, for about the last four or five years, I've had a, a fairly significant part of my role has been working in Northern Australia, so Western Australia, uh, Northern Territory, and far north Queensland, and um, yeah, just basically just sort of helping the development of the cotton industry in, in those states and, and working with growers like Brad to try and help out where we can. Very good. So, Brad, um, what did you choose to grow cotton, mate? How does it have a fit in your enterprise? You sound like you've got a lot going on up there, mate, but why did you pick cotton to try as a crop? Well, we were growing uh, a lot of corn, a lot of sorghum, and um, full armyworm sort of come up in the north and it was just sort of, um, yeah, it was unprofitable for us to keep continue down that road so we just happened to be at a field day over in Mareeba where we met Sam and um yeah we there was a few blokes growing cotton in, in the north already and uh yeah me and my brother and my father just walked up to Sam and sort of said oh look we're thinking of cotton oh how much are we gonna plant and we said uh we'll probably start at 650 hectares yeah we'll see what happens from there so yeah Sam was a bit blown away when we said that <laughs> Yeah, we sort of just jumped on the cotton thing and yeah, it's been a, obviously a major learning curve for us, like any new venture. Yeah, we've had a couple of abnormal seasons. We had a really, really wet season last year, which is um, our record wet wettest year. And then the season just gone by has been our driest year. So we've had um, two abnormal years. Yeah, we haven't been getting fantastic yields, but... Yeah, if we just sort of have an average average year like we've had every year for the last 20 years, we could pop, we'll pull off a good crop. But, yeah, unfortunately, the weather's been against us. Yeah, I guess your weather conditions up there are a lot more unpredictable than, than the temperate climates we get down here, mate. How have you found 
the experience of cotton growing so far and, and do you think it might have a sustainable fit in your farming enterprise? Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's definitely got a fit in the north for sure. Otherwise, you know, we, we wouldn't be in it. You know, we wouldn't be growing it. Saying that, yeah, we've still got a long way to go. Approve cotton in the north as a sustainable, as another sustainable industry. You know, if we keep persistent and get the right people helping us and just trying different things, yeah, it's definitely, we can definitely pull it off. There's no doubt about that. You know, I'm pretty confident, you know, in five years' time that cotton will be a, Another sustainable industry in the north, there's no doubt about it, but I'm um, just learning how to grow it, I suppose, because, yeah, the north isn't like your traditional cotton-growing areas. Um, yeah, we've got extreme weather conditions, you know, it can be, you know, get really, really wet years, and then some years we can get dry years, but, you know, the dry years are few and far between, luckily, but, yeah, I definitely, definitely think it'll it'll eventuate, but, I mean, you know, in saying that, we've got to, we've got to get... A lot more help in the north as well, which is starting to pull together a lot. You know, we're getting CSD and um, CRDC and the likes, you know, sort of coming along and giving us a lot of advice now and it's taking a little bit to get there. But, yes, we're definitely starting to pull it off now. So, yeah, if we can get as much help as we can, yeah, we will make it successful. Yep. No, very good. And, Sam, what are the challenges you've seen with growers up there all across the northern Australia and with growing cotton and how they differ from, say, growing cotton on the downs? Yeah, it's it's obviously a totally different system, Gus. So Brad's mentioned some of the things, some of the challenges there. Obviously, the weather is a, is a major challenge and it, and it can be, um, you know, it's it's also to, um, it's going to complement the system a lot too. And when they get some more average wet seasons, as Brad said, they've had a, a really wet, wet season last year and a very dry wet season this year. But um they can get those sort of somewhere in the middle. Um, that's that's really going to play into the favour of growing cotton under rain ground conditions, particularly. But yeah, there's there's a lot of things. So so distance to market is is a challenge, and that's another thing that's um, you know looking to be addressed. Um, there's there's obviously discussions around um, around cotton ginning facilities and things like that. And I guess the other thing, you know, as, as Brad said, they've got got a lot going on. There's a lot of industries already in the north. Uh, a lot of different crops grown, but um, a lot of growers up there haven't had experience with cotton, and it's and it's a totally different system, I guess. It's um, you know even down to things such as the technology, the Roundup Ready Flex technology, and and things like that. And you know, Brad mentioned there before when we when we first caught up with each other at the field day in Mariba, and and he's right, I was um, I was a bit taken back when they were talking about just having a having a crack at cotton and. Having a crack meant about 650 hectares, but also I remember having a bit of discussion with with Brad and and uh, and his brother Dean and his dad Warren and and just talking about things like the Roundup Ready system and you know spraying spraying over the top with Roundup to um, to clean up weeds and you know just just things like that that we take for granted I guess as something we're we're used to in the cotton system in in the um, traditional parts of the industry is is totally new to to a lot of growers that haven't grown cotton before so. Certainly, it's 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 a big learning curve, and but yeah, the, the passion of these guys, you know, from the north is is what's really making it work. They're keen to to see it work and get a another sustainable crop in their system. No, very good. And do you think, mate, is there a need for for um, more industry to be focusing on the north at the moment? I know, so there's a lot of guys moving up there from from growing areas down here. But what's the support like um, in terms of, you know, agronomists and, and other industry representatives up in the north? Yeah, it's it's building, as Brad said, but it's it's still got a long way to go. So, 
you know, from, from a CSD point of view, you know, I've sort of been looking after that area as best I can, but as it builds and as it grows and, and gets bigger in size, we've identified a need that we're going to have to resource that in, in the in the quite near future. So hopefully that's not too far off where we will look to hopefully expand in, in terms of extension team up that way. As Brad mentioned, you know, CRDC and and, and um, industry bodies like that as well, tuning organisations. So certainly it still um, still needs to build and I guess a lot of that is is chicken and egg as as the industry builds, the area will grow, but you know the area is sort of growing already. so that that's sort of you know that, that need for the industry to grow with it is is already happening. So I think it's it's still got a long way to go, but it's it's positive to see that, yeah, it's certainly starting to build now. I think Brad would agree with that that it's there's a bit more emphasis on there up near up in that those regions now, but it, it does continue to need to be supported. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely, Sam. Yeah, it's starting, to, it's starting to get a bit of a roll on now. Yeah, sort of starting to pull it together and everyone's sort of starting to show a bit of interest. And, you know, there's nearly the, you know, from last season to this season, there's nearly the double, well, there is double the amount of cotton's going in. So, you know, a lot of people have been sitting on the fence just waiting and watching, seeing what other goers, you know, how successful they are. Yeah, I suppose there's more, you know, as more cotton gets planted, more people opens their eyes, more people, you know, have a crack at it. Definitely. And just out of curiosity, Brad, um, you mentioned you guys have a feedlot as part of your enterprise. Do you see a good opportunity there to, to buy your own cotton seed back, mate, as as you grow to um to use in your feedlot? Yeah, no, definitely. Like we um we've always had a cotton seed ration in our feedlot mix, but we sort of went away from it a couple of years ago. But yeah, now that we're doing cotton, yeah, we're bringing it back into the ration. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, cotton seeds second to none as far as, you know, feedlot mixed ration or whatever goes, protein, the rest of it. It's definitely good for us. Yeah. Yep. And there'll be a lot of other guys out there that don't grow cotton that'll be that'll be looking for cotton seed that's grown in the north as well. So I think that'll be an, another advantage of having cotton up there. I guess in terms of the future of, of cotton in Northern Australia, you guys have mentioned that that it's only going to grow and and that there's a need for, for industry to sort of start focusing on Northern Australia and move up there. But but in terms of pests and, and different diseases, there'd be a lot of learning going on up there in that in that area. Is there any, are they sort of some pretty significant challenges up at the moment, different pests and diseases? To be honest with you, it's probably, you know, up in the north here, there's a lot of pretty intensive crops growing, you know, for everything from avocados to grapes to citrus, you know, potatoes. So, I mean, people that are growing cotton, or most people that are growing cotton are used to high insect pressure, high disease pressure. Anyway, so it's probably, um, we're, well, I don't know, we're, we're sort of used to, you know, spraying and, you know, dealing with all them sort of things. It's nothing new to anyone up here, really, but... Um, we haven't found it a, a, a big challenge, really, to be honest with you. Yep. And do you think, Sam, do you think the Bulgard GM traits in cotton make it a better fit from other crops in the in the northern growing regions, the fact that we do have those traits in our cotton? I think it's certainly a positive. Angus, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, like it's um, – so cotton, you know, is not new to parts of the north. Obviously, cotton's been grown in – in the ord um, over over periods of time over the last number of years, but um, it's usually been the insects and pests that have sort of led to the cease in production there. But um, with the new technology, you know, it's it's obviously a bit more robust. And I'd agree with Brad at this stage. You know, there's certainly um, it's all been managed well, and and people are used to it and, and keeping a, an eye on it. I think the biggest thing is to um, you know 
and the growers have been very good at this in terms of respecting the RMP and, and making sure that everything's done well because the, the biggest thing will be just watching those development of any pests and diseases as the as the industry grows and and sort of becomes part of that system so i think as long as the technology uh is looked after and and it you know it's obviously going to continue to develop over coming years as well that that sort of can be managed and and is a big positive in yeah in, in sort of making sure that cotton can be grown sustainably in those regions for sure no very good and and brad mate what advice would you give to to anyone thinking about having a crack at cotton in northern australia yeah, look, to be honest with you, I think that, you know, you've just got to plant it yourself and have a, you know, just have a go, really. You know, you can sit on the fence and watch all you like, but, I mean, until you plant a, plant a crop and grow a crop, you know, you're really not going to know 100% if it fits for you or not. So, you know, you can do all the research and buddy, do all the trials you want to do, but unless you actually get in there and plant it, you're not, you're not really going to know if it's going to work for you or not. So I think just, you know, just having a go, even if it's only... You know, 20 or 30 hectares or 40 hectares or whatever, just, you know, just plant a bit, have a go, see if it fits, see if you like it. And, um, you know, I know when we first planted it, we just couldn't believe that how easy it was to grow, I suppose, compared to other crops that we've grown in the past. And, yeah, like with that Roundup Ready, it was a bit of a spin out when we, um, yeah, when they said, oh, you got to do a Roundup spray and, the, you know, the bush is only bloody four inches high, we were a bit hesitant. But they um, assured us that it was good and, yeah, so we sprayed it and um, had about four or five sleepless nights and then, yeah, <laughs> it worked. So, yeah, we couldn't believe it. It was just uh, something, that was something new to us, yeah. And, Brad, if anyone out there had any questions, mate, would you be happy for them to, to reach out and give you a call? Give us a ring and, buddy, come out, you know, come out, be more than happy to show anyone out, his, show anyone around who's interested or even thinking about having a go because, yeah, I mean, you know, we need as many growers as we can get in the north. You know, we, you know, at this stage, you know, there's a probably about ten thousand hectares of cotton planted, but you know, we need a lot more to sustain the gin. So the more people we can get planting it, the better. So yeah, but um, anyone wants to come out and have a look, they're more than welcome. Yeah, and I think that that's certainly starting to build now. We're seeing, um, you know, and, and the other thing you, you touched on before, Angus, was around you know industries, things like agronomists and. Some of these regions are pretty lucky. They've got some some pretty good agronomists that um, that were either in the area or have have relocated to the area, and and that's something that's only going to build as well. There'll be more experience and expertise in those regions. That the people that are on the ground now are just going to improve in their um their their expertise, and and no doubt we'll see more arrive as well. But I think Brad's right. Like it's if anyone's sort of interested, you know, to get in and have a go, there's there is some, plenty of support there now, and. That's that's probably one thing that I've really noticed about the north too is um, you know that these guys are really sort of open and keen and happy to to help out and chat. So you know this and, and a lot of this is built on the back of that um, those discussions and and word of mouth. So yeah, it's it's been very pleasing to see see how much everyone's worked together to help build the industry up there. Yeah, definitely. No, it, it's pretty exciting the development of cotton in the north to to see where it's going and. To see it progressing so well up there is really promising. Sam, mate, what's what's the production area looking like for this season and, and, and the season to come? Yeah, so we're, we're about um, it was it was around about sort of twenty twenty three thousand hectares uh, this season, Gus, which has sort of been building year on year for the last four or five years. So yeah, twenty three to twenty five thousand hectares somewhere in there, and I, I'm not too sure exactly numbers wise next year, but certainly expect to see it grow again there's a few more growers coming on board and 
and guys with bigger areas. Um, so, and, and as a bit of development does happen up there in those regions as well, it's, yeah, not too sure on figures, I guess, for next year, but I, I certainly expect it to be bigger than that sort of 25,000 hectares across the whole Northern Australia anyway. No, that's fantastic. Thank Sam and Brad for your time. I think we'll leave it there. You know, it's it's exciting to hear where Cotton's going in the north and and hopefully we all get a chance to get up there um, sometime and, and see how it's all going. So thanks, gents, for your time. Good on you. Yeah, yep, Thanks a lot, Angus. Good yarn. Thanks, Sam. Thanks very much, Ed. Pleasure chatting to you both. How good is it hearing about Cotton and its progression in northern Australia? It's really exciting to hear how the industry's going up there and where it's heading. If you want to know more about cotton in northern Australia, be sure to reach out to either Sam or Brad. They'd be more than happy to give you some information and help you out. That's all for this episode, guys. I'll chat to you next time.